so I recognized it. Once I did, I thought, you know, it's a really immature way of thinking because what it is, is it's denial. It's denial. It is a symptom and it is a warning sign that there's something going on right now. There's not a good fit right now. You are listening to the Infinite Franchisee Show. I am your host, April Porter. I am a franchisee empire building strategist, creator of the Infinite Franchisee Program, attorney, and an award-winning multi-unit franchisee on a mission to fill the gap between the franchise model and the executive level strategies you need to increase profits, build a team, and scale into multiple locations. Here, we connect every franchisee to infinite possibilities. Hello, everyone. I'm April Porter. If we haven't had a chance to meet yet, I want to celebrate the fact that I actually had a chance to meet many, many of you over the last week. And it was a real joy getting to know you and understand where you are in your business and, and just get to really collaborate and chat and talk about some of those struggles that you're having in your business and some of the wins that you're having in your business. So thank you so much for those of you that spent the time with us. Today, what we're talking about is this idea of it will get better when. And this may be something that you're telling yourself internally, or maybe something that you've told yourself internally in the past. And generally this shows up in your life in whenever there's something going on that you're unhappy with. And instead of addressing the unhappiness in the moment, we think to ourselves, you know what, it'll get better when, it'll get better when school starts. It'll get better when we move. It'll get better when, when we get to a certain revenue level each month. It will get better when, when I am working less hours, you know, it'll get better when I get that next employee, it'll get better when we have performance reviews and I can talk to that employee about, about what's going on and and their performance. Right? So it's this idea of the, it will get better when has anybody ever caught themselves? If you think about it, can you think of a situation in which you have told yourself it will get better when I'm going to tell you a little story. I used to do this a lot when I was younger, I was 15 and I got a a boyfriend at 15 and maybe he's watching if you are. Hey, Matt. Uh, (laughs) But I had a boyfriend when I was 15 and we were together for eight years and we were long distance through college. And then, you know, it was time to go to law school and I went to law school and, you know, being long distance in a serious relationship when you're young is not always easy. And sometimes I would find myself saying, you know, it'll get better when school's out for the, and we can spend time together over the summer and it'll get better when, you know, I go to law school and, you know, he can move to St. Louis and be with me. And the reality is, is that there was something off in the relationship. He's a wonderful, wonderful man. If you are watching, you're a great guy, but it wasn't that there was anything wrong with him or anything wrong with me. It was just the relationship probably wasn't going to last forever. And there was something even to this day, probably can't put a finger on it other than it wasn't a forever match that was off. But instead of coming, coming to terms with that or addressing that or recognizing that in the moment, we kind of kept telling ourselves, it'll get better. It'll get better when we can spend more time together. It will get better when, so as I grew older and more mature, I really started to recognize that pattern 
And I started to recognize that pattern and I thought that's a really silly and immature way to look at it because when I'm telling myself it will get better when, when I, I don't do this anymore because I've recognized it. Once you recognize something, you can break the habit, right? So I recognized it. Once I did, I thought, you know, it's a really immature way of thinking because what it is, is it's denial. It's denial. It is a symptom and it is a warning sign that there's something going on right now. There's not a good fit right now. And if there's not a good fit right now, chances are some event happening is not going to change the puzzle piece, suddenly make the puzzle pieces fit. And so what it really is an indication of, it's generally an indication of avoiding confrontation or a difficult conversation. And sometimes that difficult conversation is with ourselves and really admitting this isn't working. What I'm doing right now is not working. Instead, what we want to believe is that if we just work harder, if we just take the next step, if we can just make it to the next milestone, suddenly that it'll be like a fairy godmother came out of the sky and poof, this situation is going to be better. Now, some of you out there might be like, well, I mean, it would be better. I'll tell you what, I just found out that the mega, I shouldn't even say, I don't need anybody else buying tickets, right? But the mega millions is at over a billion dollars. They're giving away over a billion dollars. So, I mean, some of you might be like, hello, if I won the mega millions, yeah, it would make everything better, right? It'll get better when I win the mega millions. It's a great example because what is the probability that you're going to win the mega millions. Somebody is going to win it. It's going to be me, by the way, but I won't tell you when I do. Okay. Stay anonymous. But but somebody is going to win the mega millions, but the probability of it being you, of putting all your hopes in that basket is very, very, very small. And so believing that things are going to suddenly, that something that big could come in and change your life completely and make everything that's not fitting and not working right now suddenly slide into place is very unlikely. And let's just use a couple of examples. Even with the billion dollar mega millions, like if you're holding the billion dollar mega million right ticket right now, but you have a marriage that isn't a happy marriage, is your marriage suddenly going to be happy because you're a billionaire? Or are you just going to have ways to spend your life in a different way to make your life happier, whether it's apart from that person or possibly if it's together, but you're still ignoring the troubles because instead you're going on lavish trips and things that you can have fun doing, right? It probably doesn't make the issues go away that are happening. The same thing is true in your business. So if we're telling ourselves it will get better when I get to this revenue level, but we continue doing the things that we're doing right now, if we've been struggling to get there and we're like, God, I've been struggling and struggling and struggling, it'll get better when we're making $30,000 a month. But we don't make any changes to make $30,000 a month, then most likely we're going to continue to struggle to get there because it's not like every customer we add suddenly adds to the bottom line. In simple terms, you think it does, but there's always customer turnover. So if you have a customer leave, you just end up being right in the same spot.
right? So that's why we have to do something different. Sometimes what we have to do different is have that difficult conversation with ourselves and say, what is the real issue here? The symptoms of the issue may be we're not making enough revenue. That's a symptom of a deeper issue. What's the deeper issue? Well, marketing isn't working. Okay. That's just, okay. Let's go down in layers. Marketing isn't working. Why isn't the marketing working? I don't know. Okay. Well, maybe that's a sign. That's another symptom. If, if the answer is, I don't know why the marketing isn't working, then part of the reason the marketing isn't working is because you are not familiar enough with marketing strategy, marketing strategy and marketing metrics, how to, how to measure the results to determine where the problem is with the marketing. So if we take it down that level, it becomes, okay, the next why, why are things not working? It's because I don't know enough about marketing. Okay. So then how do you fix that? How do you fix that? If that's the deepest crux of the problem, how do we address not knowing enough about marketing? Most people, what they do is they say, well, I'll just have to go get a different marketing agency because the one that's the one that I'm using isn't working. So I need to go get a different one who can do a better job. If you don't know about marketing strategy and you don't understand how to measure the results, how can you possibly properly vet a new agency to find out if they're going to be any better than the one you just let go of? And that's why we keep struggling and thinking, well, it's going to get better when I get more revenue. We have to dive deeper down this rabbit hole. And then when we find the problem, we say, I see. So the real problem is I don't know enough marketing. So I have to increase my knowledge. I have to invest in myself to, to learn what marketing strategy is, how to apply it to my business, and then how to measure the results from that. It's not on the marketing agency to succeed. It's on me as the business owner to create the strategy that I then, you're the strategist. The owner, the freedom franchisee is the overview. You have the overview, the big picture. You're the strategist. You take that strategy that you know, and then you hire an agency that can execute it expertly. And you work together to do that. And then when they give you the results, you have the knowledge and the understanding to read them and not only know whether or not they're doing a good job, but identify where the hole in the process is and say, oh, you know what? It looks like we're getting a ton of clicks on the ads. So that's working really, really well. And people are spending time on the page, but they're, it's not converting. So where do we think that it's not becoming compelling or we need to make a tweak to the copy to really highlight that final benefit for them, right? Maybe that's where the problem is. Or maybe you send out an email and people are clicking on the email and going in and buying from your landing page, but you're not getting anything from the ads. Well, then the ad copy and the ad image need to change. So this is how you find the holes is understanding how do you really, how do you read? How do you measure? How do you understand the results? so that you can identify where the hole is in the process. It may not be the agency. It may be one simple piece of the puzzle that needs a slight tweak. So that's the danger of continually telling ourselves it will get better when. It's an immature way to address a problem. And instead we have to be confident enough to take our head out of the sand, to confront ourselves, have the difficult conversation. And sometimes a difficult conversation is with someone else, not yourself, 
but let's pretend right now we're talking about one with ourselves. We have to have that difficult conversation to, to go deep down through the layers, find out where the origin of the problem is, where the, the crux is, and then address it there. Now, if it is a difficult conversation you need to have with another person, if you've done the layer work and you say, the problem is I do not have the right employee or this employee is not capable of doing the job that I have them doing, then you have to have that difficult conversation, right? And it could be, you could, you could go another layer and say, you know what, I put them in the wrong position. I didn't train them enough. I didn't teach them enough strategy or, or help make sure that they felt comfortable. Or it may be they oversold themselves. They oversold themselves in the interview. And now we have to have a conversation that it's just not a good fit, right? But what we do instead is say, well, it will get better after we go to the conference. It will get better when, when I sign them up for one more training. It will get better with another 30 days of practice. And that's where we end up spinning our wheels with our payroll, not getting results from our employees because it's the wrong fit from the beginning. So it can be applied to literally anything in your business. This idea of it will get better when. So I'm going to challenge you right now. I would like to know in the comments for anybody watching live, tell me hashtag live. If you're watching the replay, do hashtag replay. But tell me in the comments right now. Can, looking back, it doesn't have to be at this moment in time, looking back, can you identify a time in your business when you started to tell yourself it will get better when? And what was the context of that? And tell us in there and then let's work through it, like work through it and say, okay, what was the real problem or what is the real problem right now? And that's going to help you identify. You can't solve a problem if you don't know what it is obviously, right? So that's going to help you identify the problem. And then from there, you can strategize how to address and solve that problem, thereby making it to your goal faster. Okay. So that's today's lesson. The, it will get better when do your little, do a little self-test on that. Hold yourself accountable by putting it in the comments. And then of course, I would love to this week, what I'm going to do, I am going to, I'm going to give a gift. We're going to give a gift. Anybody can have this gift. All you have to do is tell me that you want it. So I wrote a book. Well, I wrote a chapter in a book. This is actually an anthology with many, many brilliant women. I, we wrote this book together and it's a number one international best-selling book. And I am giving, I'm going to give anybody who wants it, my chapter of the book. We'll send it to you through an email and a PDF. You can have it. All you have to do is comment here on the, either on Facebook or on in LinkedIn that you want a the book chapter. And then a member of my team will reach out to you to get your email so that we can send it to you. But the reason that I'm offering this today is because this chapter that I wrote, it really talks about a time in my life when I was potentially, I can't say for sure, I can't remember, but I could imagine that I was applying the whole, it will get better when, um, strategy, lack of strategy. And it talks in here about the strategy that really was one of the most important things that took me from that place to the other side of the rainbow. 
And it, I share that strategy with you. It's actually a formula you can put into practice in your own business. And that is the, that is the, that's the chapter. That's my chapter. So I'm going to share that with you. And if you want the whole book, we can get you details on that as well. Okay. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. Thank you for setting aside time to grow your business and mindset with me today. Every franchisee has a dream to achieve sanity, wealth, and gratitude. And I created this podcast to help you do just that. So if you loved what we covered and you know someone who could benefit from it, I would be honored if you would share it with them. Between now and next time, don't you dare settle for anything less than infinite success.